Tuesday morning at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Good morning. We've got uh, cooler weather in store for us. We're going to be maybe touch 60 degrees today, but uh, a lot of folks will not see 60 degrees. Under kind of a breezy day, I don't think it's going to be as windy as yesterday, but still a little breeze out there. And a cloudy day as well. Chance of rain tomorrow and on Thursday as it's going to cool down. Friday, 49 for the high. Saturday, high about 50 with a chance of rain. So some of that progress in the fields will probably slow down a little bit. But we do have this week's crop progress report to take a look at. And lots of other chores to do this morning here on Wax. And to get the chores done, I'm Bob. And I'm Scott, and Bob, I'm having a cup of coffee right now. Well, I was going to say, you. you should be awfully excited about today. Well, I am. I, I didn't realize it until you told me the big news. Yeah, National Coffee Day. And uh, so in honor of that, what kind of exotic blend have you got in the pot today? Something uh, new and different? Well, I'm still using my <laughs> Sumatra from Revolution down there in Black River Falls, but Everybody doesn't have to be as boring as I am with my coffee, you know, and get on down there to Black River Falls, the Revolution, and they'll set you up with some interesting blends. Yeah, I'm sure they've got a lot of interesting blends down there. National Coffee Day, get down there and enjoy uh, some kind of an exotic brew that maybe you've never tried before. Absolutely, and good food, too. And listen, everybody, you know, people are listening to this, and they know my love for coffee. Just to reiterate, though, I also drink a gallon of chocolate milk every two days. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like chocolate I have a milk. Of favorite, a couple of favorite brews there. I'll yeah. go with uh, coffee and milk all the time. Yeah, I so. drink a lot of chocolate milk, but not quite that much. But uh, but I do enjoy. <laughs> Hey, how's your garden? Because later on this morning, we're going to have a little update, a canning alert update on the popularity and supplies available and things like that. Do you do a lot of canning and freezing and processing and all that with your harvest? A lot of it. Way more way more freezing, far more freezing than canning. Um, and uh, a lot of vacuum packing and the like. And the garden, of course, is winding down out here a little bit. And yeah. I, I heard... I heard words that things might come to an abrupt stop late this week. Well, it's possible. Uh, with the gardens. Yeah, some places. I think uh, Wednesday night into Thursday morning, it'll be about 34 around here overnight. So, uh, yeah, be careful out there. If you got some flowers you got to protect or anything like that, you might want to yeah. take the appropriate action. But... Uh, but again, it's getting to uh, into October, so we'll have to yep. we'll have to deal with that. Well, the Packers won Sunday night. The Brewers lose and get in the playoffs. So I guess anything I'm, is possible. I'm not good at math. I'll tell you that very much, and I don't know how you can lose. What what did they lose against the Cardinals? Two or three games? I don't know. They, and uh, uh, you lose your last game of the year, and you wind up being in the playoffs because of. A lot of mathematics, and yeah, the only it prob- lost me. The only problem is now they got to play the Dodgers in Los Angeles. So good luck to them. All three games will be out there. <laughs> they don't even get a chance to come home for even one. So it'll be fun to watch the playoffs. I'm just glad the Brewers are in it. So uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on them. Stranger things have happened. The Dodgers have choked in the playoffs before. That's for sure. All right, you go drink your Sumatra on this National Coffee Day, and we'll talk to you later. We will.
There goes Scott down there. So, again, yeah, it is National Coffee Day. If that's something you enjoy, fire up the pot. In fact, keep it fired up because it might feel good. It tastes good as the week goes on. It's going to get cooler. 49, as we said, the high on Friday. And then back towards next Tuesday, it'll be back in the upper 60s. I predicted about 59.60. Be mostly cloudy day, a little breeze out there. Not as windy as yesterday, but there'll be some breeze down to 43 overnight as it's going to get uh, even more cloudy and looks like some rain Wednesday and a chance again on Thursday. Temperatures in the 50s Wednesday and Thursday. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news this morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Muccio. The first of three presidential debates is tonight in Ohio, and there will be no audience at the Cleveland Clinic and Case Western Reserve University. Professor of Political Science at University of the Pacific, Keith Smith, says the coronavirus pandemic has made this election process unique from years past. Trump in particular plays off of crowds, and if he doesn't have anybody to gauge kind of how he's doing, I, I think it's going to affect how he participates and in, in, in the kinds of answers that he gives. Key topics for the debate include the economy, racial injustice, and the integrity of the election. A majority of voters believe they'll have to wait after election night to find out the winner of the 2020 presidential election. Brian Shook with more. That's according to a new Politico morning consult poll that finds that just 20% of voters believe the winner will be decided on November 3rd. Meanwhile, 66% think it will be sometime later, and 19% believe it will be the next day. More than 20% of those surveyed think it will take more than a week. The delay will be caused by the prevalence of absentee ballots in many states because of the ongoing pandemic. The number of global coronavirus deaths is now sadly over 1 million, data from John. Johns Hopkins University shows the U.S. has the most deaths from the respiratory illness at over 205,000. President Trump is touting the quality and levels of coronavirus testing in the U.S. We crossed a historic milestone when the United States conducted our 100 millionth test, far more than any other country. Trump hosted a Rose Garden event and announced that the government will be distributing millions of rapid tests in the coming weeks. Trump said results from the rapid tests will be available within 15 minutes. The coronavirus has claimed more than 200,000 lives in the U.S., and more than 7 million cases have been confirmed. That's Mark Mayfield. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. And it will be interesting tonight, the presidential debate. So if you get a chance, uh, watch it and see what what the two candidates are going to say on various topics. Should be very interesting. Three and a half minutes after five o'clock, we're looking for cooler, even colder conditions this week and then warm it up next week. We'll tell you about it. Wouldn't it be great if your business had a button that you could push for expert advice, a shiny red button that answered tough questions and dove into ones you didn't even think to ask? Well, the Wicked Smart webinar does that. It's a live webinar for business leaders, owners, and management hosted by Midwest Family. Get info and strategies from insiders, owners, and professionals. This Thursday, October 1st at 1.30, join the Wicked Smart webinar with Gary Bernier, wizard of all things digital. Learn how Google Ads and radio can get you short and long-term results. Improve the effectiveness of your messaging with a strategy to max clicks and reduce wasted pay-per-click ad spend. Register now at wickedsmartwebinar.com. Once you sign up, you're in. Can't attend? Don't worry. You can watch the recording. Get Wicked Smart with Midwest Family. Your systematic solution for measurable marketing reasons. 
Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, weather is going to get a little cooler. Now, today, the high will be right around 59, 60 degrees. It'll be a cloudy day and breezy. Not as windy as yesterday, they're telling us, but uh, there'll still be some breeze out there. Then tonight, it'll drop down to about 43. It'll get cloudier because we're looking for some rain coming in Wednesday and uh, possibly again on Thursday. Off and on those two days. High on Wednesday, 58, 52 on Thursday. Friday, cool enough to 49 with partly cloudy skies. And Saturday, another chance of rain and a high about 50. Then it'll start to warm up a little bit. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday will be partly cloudy, so we'll see some sunshine again. About 54 on Sunday, 59 on Monday, 66 on Tuesday of next week. Right now, around the state, Rice Lake is at 48, Medford's at 44, Wausau 45, Marshfield 46, Green Bay 45, La Crosse 51 this morning. It's 44 in the Madison Sun Prairie area. Milwaukee is at 49, and uh, that's where we're at here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. 49 degrees again, looking for a cloudy, breezy day and a high about 59. Six minutes after 5 o'clock, we got some numbers to look at. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, Rural Mutual bringing us our early morning look at the markets. And uh, Scott's back. And how the coffee tastes? Coffee tastes any better on National Coffee Day? Yeah, it's not only National Coffee Day, Bob. It's International Coffee Day. Oh, how can I make that Uh mistake? Oh, boy, I tell you, (laughs) it's big time. (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, all right. On this uh, coffee day, wherever you are in the world, let's get a look at our markets. What's going on in the livestock? Choice and prime fed beef steers are at 99.5 to 102.5 with select 95 to 98.5. Choice and prime fed beef heifers, 99 to $1.50 with select 93 to 97. Choice and prime fed Holstein steers, 93 and three quarters to 97 and a quarter with selects. 88 to 93 and a quarter. Cows are at 46 to 55 and a half with the top selling 55 to 68. And bulls, 72 to 90. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 28 and down. Sows, 14 to 18. And boars, 5 and down. New crop market lambs are at $1.20 to $1.38 with old crop lambs, 149 and down. Feeder lambs are at 135 to 210. All right, sir, and we'll catch up with you and get some farm news here in just a few minutes. We will. There goes Scott. This morning, let's wrap up the uh, markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Cattle prices were higher yesterday at the Mercantile Exchange. October contracts closed at 107.95. That's up 37. December cattle, 111.65, up 25. February at 115.02, up 42. And April at 117.12, up 60. 
feeder cattle were mixed. The uh, October contract, 140.92, is up 60. November feeders, 141.10, up 95. January, 139.15, up 32. March feeder cattle, 138.17, that was down 17. And April was down 25 at 139.50. Lean hog carcass contracts for October, 72.70, up 95. December at 64.02, down 40. February hogs at 68.70, down 77. And April at 72.65, down 25. On the Board of Trade, the harvest pressure continues on the crops. As we look overnight, December corn dropped 2 cents to 3.64 a bushel. The oats up a penny at 2.76. December wheat down 2 at 5.47. November soybeans down 4, down to 9.91. And soybean meal for December down 40 cents at $333.50. Cheese prices were a little higher yesterday. Barrels up a cent and a half to 167 and a half. The blocks up three quarters at 256 and three quarters. And the butter was unchanged at 150 and a quarter. Class three prices gave a little back from the jumps of the day before. September class three unchanged 1635. October down 3 at 1885, November down 14 at 1839, December down 13 at 1742, and the January class 3 was down 14 cents at 1668. So that's a look at our markets this morning, courtesy of the folks at Rural Mutual Insurance. Once again, kind of a breezy and cloudy day in store for us. We're going to have a high about 59 or 60. We're at 49 right now. It'll cool off through the week. We'll get news next. Right now around the area, and we're looking for some farm news. Scott's going to join us and tell us all about it next. Farm news brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Almost 14 minutes after 5 o'clock. Lots of farm news to take a look at, especially the crop progress report. It's always interesting this year, or when, especially this year. But uh, this early in the week, we always get the crop progress update. And uh, we know the crop has progressed nicely as far as the physiological maturity of it. But now the combines are starting to roll through and... Scott, what's it look like around the country? You bet those combines are rolling in the corn and soybean fields, but they're slightly slower in the corn fields. This week's crop progress report shows the corn harvest is 1% behind the five-year average, with 15% of the crop harvested as of Sunday. Leading corn states are just a little behind as Iowa farmers have harvested 12% of their corn, Illinois 13%, Nebraska 14%, but Minnesota farmers harvest have gotten only 
6% of their corn off so far. At the end of September, the corn crop is rated 65% in good to excellent condition. The soybean harvest is going a little faster as 20% of the beans are off, about 5% of ahead of the five-year average. Minnesota farmers are the furthest behind with their beans as they've harvested 31% of their crop, while Iowa is at 30% harvested with Nebraska and South Dakota at 29%. The beans are rated 64% in good to excellent condition this week. The report didn't give any update about how well either corn or beans are yielding. We'll get that update from the USDA on October 9th. In Wisconsin, the corn crop is rated 77% good to excellent this week, as farmers have put up 80% of their corn silage already. About a month ahead of last year, maturity of the crop is about a month ahead of normal, as 96% of the crop is dented, and 70% of the plants are mature. Soybeans are rated 79% good to excellent this week, as almost 80% of the plants have dropped their leaves, and 10% of the crop has been harvested about two weeks ahead of last year. State farmers have also made 87% of their fourth hay crop and harvested 77% of the fall potato crop, again about two weeks ahead of normal. Topsoil moisture also improved this past week as it's rated 84% adequate to surplus, 4% better than a week ago. And I went through and, the, uh, sur the survey that uh, they show us every week, and that uh, yep. short moisture down in southeast Wisconsin, they're 38% short. Nobody else yep. around the state is even close to that. So down around that Racine-Kenosha area, south of Milwaukee, that part of the state, very short. They don't report anything very short. They just report 38% short. So it's uh, kind of right. an interesting report. We also can right. add that... Uh, Farmers have uh, planted 58% of their winter wheat around Wisconsin, so making pretty good progress. I'm not sure how much progress we're going to make this week. It's going to be a, a little damp and a little cool, but, uh, again, when you're about a mm -hmm. month ahead of time, you can uh, you can sit a few days out. And speaking of those conditions, last night around the area, there were some incredible double rainbows. If you get the chance, uh, hit some social media some great photographs around the fields and farms last night uh, with those rainbows. Boy, it was beautiful. Yeah, I didn't see any. I wasn't out in the country last night, but uh, I will take your word for it. All right, sir, go uh, again. Enjoy coffee day, and we'll get back to you with some uh, local news here in just a few minutes. Let's do that. All right, there goes Scott. He'll be back. And, of course, our news brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. And let me... Fill you in on the prices down there today. Corn delivered to those elevators today at 312. Soybeans at 953. And we'll give you those again later on. Also, today is a, an internet resting day. It came in this morning. Just saw this in my email. And they don't have any big numbers. But uh, today is International Day of Awareness of Food Loss and Waste. And that's around the world. And uh, researchers from Lux Research... They say food loss and waste currently causes an estimated $1 billion in economic losses globally each year with the food that we waste. And they say in this year of the coronavirus, when people are 
starving, not only out of work and, uh, you know, losing their homes, but uh, also starving, don't have enough food. That That is very significant. Or excuse me, I said $1 billion, It's $1 trillion. $1 trillion in losses. Food and waste cause an estimated $1 trillion in economic losses globally each year because of the food we waste. That's a significant number. All right, coming up, canning. What's going on with canning supplies? The canning year next on Wax. Premier Livestock and Auctions at Withy is ready and willing to sell your farm machinery at its big fall roundup machinery auction Friday, October 9th at 9 a.m. The sale is accepting all farm machinery, construction tools, and farm-related items. Consignments will be accepted until 3 p.m. October 2nd. The sale is accepting your partial or full line of machinery or equipment. There will be on-site bidding along with online bidding through equipmentfacts.com. Buyers are expected from 15 states along with Canada and Mexico. Premier Livestock and Auctions has the lowest commission rates around. For information or to consign equipment, visit equipmentfacts.com or premierlivestockandauctions.com or call 715-229-2500. That's 715-229-2500. Premier Livestock and auctions for those who work in acres not in hours wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report well this is a year that just keeps on getting twists and turns even down to the absolute micro scale of things you didn't think were ever possible at the beginning of 2020 it's josh scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in madison and it's a complete chain effect because we've been doing stories uh, for the good part of the year talking about how gardening is coming back and people are so interested in where their food's coming from and they like having a control over that in case anything like this does ever happen again so veggies in the backyard no big deal but now as we get into fall you might hit a little bit of a road bump. And, Caitlin, what is that road bump? Yeah, Josh, this is Caitlin Riley at the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse. And I personally don't can. I help out some with our farm's guard, mostly just eating what we produce in the garden. But I've had a lot of friends who are great at food preservation come up to me and say, we can't find the lids that we need, or if we want to look to order them online, they're super expensive. What's going on? And so I reached out to Heather Quackenboss. She's an extension educator for La Crosse County. And first of all, I never thought I had so much fun learning or talking about canning. She was very knowledgeable on this topic. And Heather says it's easy to see the appeal for this form of food preservation. The nice thing about canning is you know exactly what is in your food, where your food came from, and you can make it how you like it. So if you are going to can green beans, for instance, you can choose that kitchen cut or that French style cut. You can choose how much salt you want to add. And you just get that benefit of knowing, oh my goodness, I grew this from a seed. It became a plant. I picked it. I did all of the things. And there's just such, just a beautiful motivation with canning as well as this great sense of accomplishment and sometimes not all the time but sometimes if you have kids and you grow and make and can your own food they're more apt to eat it because they took part in it and as someone who has been working with a lot of our local families you work with educating individuals about our food process have you seen an increase in questions or increase about canning when we were going through this pandemic We sure have. And in fact, back in April, a lot of the stores and magazines that sell seeds noticed the seeds were flying off their shelves a lot faster. 
I think all of us during a pandemic, we're trying to think of, well, one, what can I do so I can really keep busy or so I can focus on some different things and maybe have some different leisure time skills in my repertoire, as well as maybe we had a little bit less trust in, oh, what am I going to eat? How do I make sure my food is safe? And to grow it yourself was maybe something that we could do. And we had more time. We all slowed down just a little bit because we weren't driving everywhere. So canning was one of those things that has been around for a long, long time, and maybe our moms or dads did it, maybe our grandparents did it, and we remember some of that. So it's almost a little bit of nostalgia and a little bit of home preservation really helps, particularly when we do need to be watching what we're doing. I think it's really cool that we are finding this reemergence in canning. There's really nothing better than a sense of accomplishment than growing something from a little seed and having a tomato and being able to eat that tomato in the middle of winter. There's just something so cool about that and it's such a sense of accomplishment. And frankly, in this year of 2020, that has been such an epically wild year. I think we need some of that grounding and canning can give us that. And is right now probably the busiest time for canning or when are people really getting into the crazy kitchen era of we have to get this done? Well, right now, all of our tomatoes, as the temperatures start to cool down, we need to make sure all those tomatoes get off the vines and picked. And so we might have tomatoes coming out of our ears right now. It really depends on what you're canning. Whatever becomes ripe is what you need to can. And it doesn't seem to let up. If it's going to ripen and be ready, it's just going to be ready when it says it's going to. And I've had some friends who have said, my garden is ready. I need to get these items canned. But I can't find lids. Have you heard of this lid shortage or what's happening in regard to our canning supplies not being available? Yeah. So right now, I don't think anyone anticipated how many more people were going to try canning this year. So I think we have certainly much more demand than we've seen in the past. You know, in the 2000s, canning kind of started to decline. It was just easier buying things, and we can get things. We can get fresh strawberries all year round now. So we don't necessarily have to only rely on the jam or the frozen strawberries that we have. We can get them at the store because we have amazing transportation systems that gets things to places. I think as we become more aware of what goes into food and local food maybe makes less of a carbon footprint on the environment, there's an uptick. And so more people have been getting interested. And I think with the amount of more free time that we think we have anyway, we've decided let's go back to this. Let's really try this. So there are a lot more people who want to can. And I don't think the suppliers were necessarily thinking of that. And there's a lot of shortages on a lot of different things. We've seen what happens with toilet paper. When we get nervous, we you know, stock up. And so people may have stocked up on lids. People have, you know, may have waited too late to find lids, and they're just not getting to the shelves. So what can we do? Are there any other ways of preserving our foods if we decide, you know what, I'm not going to get my lids in time? Absolutely. Now, I think you can still get some lids online. You will be paying more for them, unfortunately. You can also ask folks about lids. In fact, a friend and I who can did find through her mom and some friends canning lids that were older. Now, generally, we would say once those lids, even new, are two years old or one year old, we would suggest getting new ones. With the shortage and with people wanting to can, you might think about using them. Now, 
the interesting things about lids is they've changed in the past couple of years where you don't need to throw your lids in boiling water for a minute to help that seal happen. So we have been able to, in the last few years, just put that lid right on our jar and tighten the ring around it and put it in our canner. What we need to do now with older lids is you probably want to put them in that boiling water, one, for sterilization, and two, just to make sure that it will seal. Now, if you don't have that option, if you don't have a grandma who has a basement full of canning supplies, (laughs) you might need to look at home preservation in different ways. So you might want to freeze different things things. You can blanch vegetables, which is that boiling water for a few minutes, and then in that cold water in the sink, and then cut everything up. It stops that ripening process, and it keeps your food tasting fresher, and you could certainly freeze it, and you can use jars for that, or, you know, there's a lot of different bag options that you could do, or those vacuum sealers. You could do relishes. You could do some drying. There's a lot of dehydrators that are out there, so there are some options to still can. Like, tomatoes are one of those amazing fruits that you can do almost anything with. You can still hot water bath can them, you can pressure cook can them, or you can freeze them and they will, for the most part, still make a really good spaghetti sauce for you. And one thing that you mentioned, you know, you talked about using older lids and things that you might have to rethink about, but in some notes that you sent me before this interview, you had mentioned that we also need to be rethinking about older recipes. Right. Now, when we can things, we tend to like to share what we've done, right? We're pretty proud of that. Here's this jar of peaches I've canned, and I really want to share it with you because I probably also have 80 jars of peaches that I know I'm not maybe going to eat all year. We don't want to give anyone botulism. We do not want to make anyone sick. So using those old memories, while it's kind of nostalgic, it's good to check it with those recipes that are evidenced and science-based to be as safe as possible. Now, that something can always happen with canning. I just had a jar of tomatoes just poof in the pressure canner because it wasn't a good temperature when I put it in there. and There was a thermal event, we can say. <laughs> I lost that jar of tomatoes. Sometimes it happens, right? But what we really want to make sure is that folks use those research-tested recipes because they are going to be safest for us. And the safest recipes for us really do come from that National Center for Home Food Preservation. And there's a website. It's www.nchfp.uga.edu. And they will take you through vegetables, tomatoes, fruits, even meat or vegetable stocks, soup stock, sauerkraut, pickles. It's all really on there and really takes you through some really good information of how to can the safest way possible. All right, and we've got a lot of product out there. So, again, if you're uh, still canning and need that help, go to that uh, website or, you know, your university. Of course, I don't know if we don't have the – do we have the uh, homemakers groups around uh, the counties anymore? I'm not uh, not sure. I know there used to be a lot of homemaker groups around the counties, and the Extension Service would get involved in that, but – As we all know, the extension service is uh, changing a little bit, and I don't know if there is many people that uh, can, the younger generation, if they they will can and do all those preserving and things like that like they used to. I'm not sure. Well, let's, uh, but you can call extension and find out. It's 5.30 in the morning. Let's get over to Scott with some uh, farm news or regular news this morning, but uh, you, you do mostly freezing, you said. Yeah, we do a lot of freezing with things, uh, with vacuum packing and the like, and 
I'm I'm one of those wimps in my family that uh, get nervous around pressure cooker things. Yeah, but you know, I got I had an old friend that uh, lived out when I lived out in the Elk Mound area, an old friend of mine that uh, he was an old bachelor, and his mother lived with him for years, and she used to do all the canning and stuff. And his mother passed away. I never met her. Her mother passed away. His mother passed away, and and people will remember the name Ernie Amundsen out there. And uh, and uh, he he moved, so I helped him move. And he went down into the fruit cellar. He said, "Oh, look at this! He had walls and walls of of uh, oh my. peaches and tomatoes in these ball jars, you know, sealed." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh man, where are we going to throw them? We throw them. I'm going to eat them." I said, "Well, they got to be 20 years old." He said, "Oh, easy, 20 years old." And by God, he brought those up, and he ate them, and he never got sick. But that's how good that. And I'm not advocating doing that, but uh, he that did long, it. yeah, yeah, he did it. I don't know. Maybe he was just that ornery; it couldn't hurt him. But uh, it was, uh, <laughs> it was really something. But peaches and tomatoes and uh, oh. Oh, berries, all kinds of things that that his mother had canned years and years and years before that. So. That's proof to me that, boy, if you do it right, these things will last. And he kept it down in the basement, of course, where it was dark. But anyway, we digress. We've got news to look at before we get to Kelly and the weather. What's going on? Wisconsin health officials said two more people are dead and 47 more have been admitted to Wisconsin hospitals with COVID-19. The Department of Health Services yesterday said more than 1,700 cases came back positive Sunday with a statewide positivity rate of just under 22%. The coronavirus has claimed the lives of 1,283 Wisconsinites. Dr. Jill Biden has been stumping for her husband, former vice president, and presidential candidate Joe Biden and Wisconsin. On Monday, Dr. Biden attended two separate get-out-the-vote rallies in Madison at the town of Eagle in Waukesha County. In 2016, President Donald Trump won Wisconsin by less than 23,000 votes. Former Vice President Biden is leading in most polls across the state. President Trump will be making a couple of campaign stops in Wisconsin this weekend. The president is scheduled to hold a campaign rally at La Crosse Regional Airport at 2.30 Saturday afternoon. That will be followed by an evening rally at Green Bay Austin Strobel International Airport over in Green Bay. Both events are open to the public. Those wishing to attend must register online. The Eau Claire Police Department is warning about counterfeit $50 bills circulating in the area. Police say the fake bills have been used at thrift sales and at businesses. The bills look real but have a prop copy note printed on the back. Wisconsinites have a good chance of seeing the northern lights this week. That's thanks to a heavy geomagnetic storm hitting the Earth's atmosphere this week. Actually, this morning and tomorrow morning probably are the most favorable times to see the phenomena from parts of uh, our state. The peak time to see Aurora Borealis is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. right in our wheelhouse. Forecasters say the farther north you are in the state, the better your odds of catching a glimpse. Of course, it has to be clear outside, too, pretty much. It's a good idea for it, and 
I remember the first time uh, Dee, who moved here from Florida, saw them with me. It was a spectacular show, and she looked at me and she said, I can die now. Yeah, that's right. You know how to show a girl a good time, that's for sure. I do. Take yeah. her out under the northern lights, there let you me go. tell you. All right, and well, with a low tank of gas, by the way. There you got to have go. a low tank of gas. <laughs> that works, too. All right, well, you, uh, <laughs> you take a break. We're going to find out from Kelly if we can see the northern lights or it's going to be too cloudy. All right. There goes Scott this morning, and it is time to check our weather with Kelly Slipka over at Skywarn 13. Morning, Kelly. Morning. I don't think this forecast is boding too well for us to see the northern lights. No, uh, you know, uh, I believe tonight there might be a little bit better chance. Okay. But uh, not this morning, that is for sure. We've yeah. got uh, kind of a blank of clouds. Kind of here. looks like it's going to be that way for for a while. Yeah, we're kind of stuck in this weather pattern. It's all due to this huge area of low pressure sitting over Hudson Bay, Canada, and it's just uh, sitting there. It's kind of parked, so it's just continuing to usher in some cool air from the north. Uh, it's actually sending this cool air all the way to the Gulf Coast, so most of the um, eastern two-thirds of the United States seeing some cool weather. Uh, of course, we're getting the brunt of it. I uh, may see a couple of showers pop up this afternoon. Not as uh, much activity as what we saw yesterday, but can't rule out a brief shower. Otherwise, we'll look at mostly cloudy skies. we get up to uh, 59. Mostly cloudy, a chance for showers tonight. Low down to 43, but there may be some clearing later tonight, so that would be some hope for some uh, seeing some of the aurora borealis. Uh, mostly cloudy, a chance for some showers tomorrow at 58. Reinforcing shots from cool air on Thursday with mostly cloudy skies and a chance of showers. I have 52. Clouds right now in Eau Claire, currently 50 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. So fall is here. It is here, and it's here to stay. There is some hope that uh, maybe next week we might uh, warm up, and I wouldn't even doubt next week at some point we may get up close, uh, closer to 70 or maybe above. Oh, we can handle that. All right, sir, we'll talk to you later. Sounds good. There goes Kelly Slifka, and there's that forecast again. If you see the northern lights, it sounds like you're going to be you're going to be lucky. Hopefully, you can uh, see the north northern lights sometime in Alaska. And as a matter of fact, I think we get this uh, coronavirus under control. We may be uh, next August. Hopefully, we'll be going back to Alaska. So, give you a chance to see the northern lights. I've seen them up there quite a few times, and they are spectacular. I mean, tell you. You watch fireworks, but when you watch a natural event like the Northern Lights in the sky, it is spectacular. So, again, uh, keep, an, uh, keep an ear out and an eye out and fingers crossed and uh, say a prayer. We get a vaccine and we get this COVID virus under control so we can get life a little bit back to normal. All right, we've got uh, more stuff to take a look at this morning as we're about 23 minutes before 6 o'clock. And we've got, as Kelly said, 50 degrees right now. You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's, and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Get smarter every day at ozzy.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try ozzy.com now. Ozzy, it's a latte for your mind. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Scott's going to rejoin us as we've got a little more farm news to take a look at, including something that the... uh, Wisconsin Farmers Union putting on. It's October 9th, 16th, and 17th. It's called Farm Life Harvest. And October 9th from 6 to 9, they'll talk about 
sustainability is out at Sunbow Farms. And then the 16th, they'll talk about traditions. And October 17th, the Next Generation Youth Project, 4-H-FFA, Wisconsin Farmers Union Camp out at Camp Kenwood. So it's going to be virtual and it's going to be live. It's uh, limited to 40 guests. And uh, for one night, 45, all three nights, it's $100 virtual only. It's $50 for all three events. But uh, we're going to have to call up to the Farmers Union and find out more about uh, what actually. It's all to benefit the Chippewa Valley Museum, by the way, and uh, supporting your local museum and local farmers. And they do have a nice rural display out there. So uh, we'll find out from the Farmers Union here in uh, Chippewa Falls just exactly what they're going to talk about each of those nights. And, uh, you know, if you can get involved uh, live uh, as part of that, and where it's all going to be held, so we'll we'll be on okay. top of that. So uh, I love that Chippewa Valley Museum farm display. It's a yeah. very good thing. A couple of years ago, they had me a year or so ago, had me in and I to tell adult farm stories after dark, and it was fun. I actually <laughs> made a people, couple people get up people, and leave. I was just going to ask how many people got up and left <laughs> with your with your adult <laughs> sense of humor. Well, a couple, a yeah. couple. Well, that can happen. Hi, yeah. well, we've got uh, more farm news. What else is going on here before we get to the markets? About 50 agricultural groups groups are worried that because of last week's unfavorable ruling by the World Trade Organization concerning a ruling that didn't go our way in a case the U.S. filed against China and because President Trump's longstanding frustration lives with the WTO, the president might withdraw us from that trade organization. So the group has sent a letter to our trade ambassador, Robert Lighthizer, reemphasizing how important export markets are to our farm economy. Instead of withdrawing, they say the U.S. should be a leader in redoing those rules to modernize global trade. And, Bob, I, you, you mentioned north to Alaska, and someday I know I'm going to be doing a news story, and you're going to be in the background humming or singing <laughs> north to Alaska. Yeah, I, you hear that I, song I a lot it. when you get up there. I'll tell you, it's a, it's a different world. But as we said a few minutes ago, hopefully the world will get back to normal here. Yes, indeed. We're planning, starting to put together plans for a, a different type of uh, farm tour to Alaska next summer, next August. So, you know, that's, oh, that that's a long way away. You know, we traditionally taken the, the cruise, inside cruise. I said, I'm not getting on any cruise ship. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't do that, but we'll be going down to Kenai, and, uh, you know, that's where all the, the big fish are yep. and looking at uh, a lot of a lot of different Go to the Alaska State Fair for a half a day or so. So it's oh. a lot of fun. So, again, we're looking forward to that. So if... Uh, you're getting pent up and you want to think about at least uh, getting away we're going to have a an alaskan farm tour next august so that gives us what uh, eight nine ten about 11 months hopefully by that time they figured it out and got it yep. all squared away but we'll see all right sir go enjoy right. national international coffee day and uh, we'll see you should be sitting on the curb down there at uh, revolution coffee hawking uh, coffee going- this morning I'm going down to Revolution Coffee this morning, and I'm going to sit out in the, on the bench out front and celebration. That a boy. All right, we'll All talk right. to you later. There yeah, goes. There you go. There goes Scott. So if you want, you want to talk to him down at Revolution Coffee later on today in Black River Falls. Not sure how long he's going to be there, but uh, 
you know, he might just pop in. All right, 18 minutes before 6 o'clock, and we'll get to some markets here on Wax. Sternweiss and Sons of Marshfield remind you that if your concrete is more than a year old, now is the time to seal it before the winter cold. Water-repellent concrete sealers can help prevent surface defects from cold weather by keeping water from getting into the concrete slab. A quality concrete sealer from Sternweiss and Sons Ready Mix Division helps maximize your cement driveways and sidewalks. Sternweiss and Sons, just west of Marshfield, off of H on Wren Road. Talk with the professionals at Sternweiss and Sons. It's officially fall and officially Macy's VIP sale. Take an extra 30% off the season's top trends from brands like Ink, Calvin Klein, and more. Plus, your beauty faves are 15% off. Time for Cozy Refresh, now at Macy's. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're about 17 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's get to some markets. Go down to the Sparta Equity Barn. Here's Rod Knutson with yesterday's sale. The slaughter come marked today lower of 20% of the cows at 57 to 66 and a half. 60% of the cows at 47 to 57 and 20% of the cows at 47 and down. Organic cows selling from 60 to 75. Slaughter bull market lower with the high-yielding commercial bulls at 80 to 85, with your canner lightweight and utility bulls at 80 in town. Fed cattle market steady with the choice overnight, beef steers and heifers, $1.02 to $1.06. Select the choice beef steers and heifers at 92 to $1.02. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers at 94 to 99. Choice uh, overnight Holstein steers at 92 to 97. We topped at 99. Choice Holsteins, 85 to 92. With your standard select steers and heifers at 85 in town. Replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves at 80 to $1.30. Heifer calves at 20 to 70 And the good beef type calves $1.50 to $2.30 a pound. And just a reminder that on this next Thursday, October 1st, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. Dairy cattle starting at noon, followed at 12.30 with the feeder cattle. And this has been Rod Knudsen at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. All right, Rod, you have a good day, too. Let's continue with markets from the Equity Barns. We go to Stratford now as we're about 16 away from 6 o'clock, and Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. How are you on this Tuesday morning? Well, good morning to you, Bob. We're doing real good. And I, I know you guys were talking before earlier about uh, uh, some of the beautiful uh, photos last night uh, with the uh, uh, sunrise, uh, sunset and uh, the rainbows and stuff. I saw some of that on social media this morning, some beautiful pictures. And uh, so uh, I imagine we'll be getting some better ones this week, too. Or uh, I think full moon is coming up, too, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But we're going to have some darn many clouds. I'm not sure how much of that stuff, the northern lights and the full moon and everything else, we're going to be able to see. But uh, we've uh, got weather changing. It's uh, in, getting into October here, so we're going to have to deal with that. But anyway, well, and, uh, how are we going? It's only the second day of the trading week over there in Stratford, but give us an update. I'll do that, Bob. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. Uh, on the market call auction yesterday, on a weaker tone yesterday, high-yielding fleshy cows in yesterday's sale were selling from 56 to 63. Uh, most of the cows at yesterday's sale, uh, the bulk of the cows, your average dairy cows, 43 to 55. Thin cows, like carcass cows, 42 and below. On the bull trade yesterday, better quality bulls, mostly from 78 to 88. Lightweight bulls, uh, below 77. In the calf market, a mostly steady trend on the bull calves. Your good quality, 90 130-pound bull calves from 70 to 140. Heifer calves still continue to be very limited demand, 40 and below. Beef calves, decent demand on those beef calves, 100 to 245. 
Now, today, uh, today Tuesday here in Stratford, we get underway this morning with at 10 o'clock with our hay auction. And, again, we have a very nice selection of hay for you folks, as well as straw also. So if you're looking for rye straw, we've got round bales, uh, large square bales of rye straw, and we do have uh, small squares of, of hay today, including a consignment of uh, uh, third crop small squares. Uh, we've got baleage, uh, wrapped baleage hay. We've got uh, large round bales large square bales of hay. So whatever you folks are looking for in the hay and straw line, we'll see you at 10 o'clock today. 11 o'clock is the market sale here today in Stratford. Sell market cows at 11 o'clock. And don't forget tomorrow, our auction does start at 10 o'clock. And uh, besides all the market cattle tomorrow, including fat cattle, we do have sheep, hogs, and goats, and also feeder cattle sale tomorrow at noon. So, again, uh, all this information is on our website. You can uh, check that out, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. Or uh, you can call us, 715-687-4101. So, again, hay sale at 10 o'clock today, and it uh, uh, doesn't really look like it's going to be anything anything uh, like of a rain event or anything, huh? No, a little breezy maybe and cloudy, but probably 59, 60 degrees. Not a bad day, that's for sure. So it should be a good day for the sale of cattle. It'll be good and uh, should be a good one. Well, uh, you enjoy it. it- with all the with all the people flying around campaigning for office, it's going to be breezy for the next five <laughs> weeks, Bob. So, well, that's true. That's true. That's for sure. Hey, enjoy it, Jerry. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You betcha, Bob. There you go, Jerry Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Thirteen, almost twelve minutes before six o'clock. Fifty degrees today. Again, as we said, it'll be cloudy, a little breezy. Highs fifty nine, sixty degrees, something like that. Smith Brothers Meats and Colby features the largest selection of fresh meats and cheeses in the area. Rely on Smith Brothers to give you top quality service and the best cuts of meat with their full service retail meat counter and a processing service for almost any type of wild game. Smith Brothers Meats and Colby is also home to Traeger pellet grills that you can use all year round. You can grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, and barbecue your way to amazing flavors. They have everything you need to make a delicious meal for your family. Smith Brothers Meats and Colby. Just taste it. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Here we got more market. Let's go over to Tree Livestock in Fort. Michelle is with us. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Bob. Did you stay up late and watch the Packers on Sunday night? You know what? I was falling asleep, you know, close to halftime, and then I woke up just at the start of the third quarter and went to bed. And uh, let's see, Your I can't enthousi- remember if we were... I don't know. Yes? Your enthusiasm for the Packers is uh, noticeably lower than it has been the past few years. Yeah, it's really hard to get into this without... I don't know. Yeah, I know what it is. When you can't, <laughs> when you can't go to the games, you don't feel... You feel like it's a world away from you, that's for sure. But I uh, thought it was interesting. I watched Mason Crosby do an interview about, you know, what it's like for them to play in an empty field. And he talked about how the enthusiasm just isn't there. When you make a big play, you know, you're kind of like, yeah, ha. I know. <laughs> so, I mean. I would yeah, imagine for a kicker, though, for a kicker, I would imagine he'd like a little quieter rather than all that yelling and screaming and hollering, drawing attention to him. So I would imagine <laughs> he likes it. Yeah, it was funny. He did say that in Minnesota he did not miss the hackling while he was yeah. practicing on the yeah, sidelines. So. Vikings fans are a different breed, that's for sure. All right, especially at the stadium. I mean, they get a little crazy at that stadium. Well, how'd the sale go yesterday, last evening? 
All right, I'll tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Monday, September 28th at Tarine Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market. We tapped at 69 and a half with the consignment by Schmidt Family Farm Enterprises of Bruce. 83% of the cows sold from 47 and up. Market cows were 59 to 67. Low yielding cows 48 to 58. Thin and weak cows 47 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime 78 to 93. Select for 77 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, Choice 90 to 98. Selects for 87 and down. In the bull market, tiles and beef types came in at 80 to 86 with utilities at 78 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holston bull calves sold from 70 to $140 per head. We tapped at 144 with a consignment by Andre Farms of Conrath. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 15 to $80 per head. Beef calves, 85 to 225 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butcher. Sales were 16 to 24. Our next will be tomorrow, Wednesday, September 30th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Trune Livestock, your family owned an upright market. Have a great day. You know, you talk about... Uh... Mason Crosby and the harassment he gets over in Minnesota. You think about it, and I think Viking fans and Raider fans in the stadium are the craziest as far as the costumes and the get-up they wear. Because, uh, you know, well, and, fans and, and Packer and, and, and Lambeau wear a cheese head, and, you know, that's about it. Yeah, and that's funny because I actually know a guy that has gone to some Raider games, and he said, yeah, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty scary fans. <laughs> yeah, so, they I, are. They certainly are. What's the what's the wildest? You go to all the games when they're at home, pretty much, normal time. What's the wildest you've ever dressed? You ever dyed your hair or painted your cheeks yellow and green? No, I have worn the little um, the little black strips that you can buy underneath your eyes. I've worn those, and you know the beads, and yeah, I haven't really. You never dyed your hair green and gold. No, I have had my fingernails painted green and gold, though. I want to see your hair green and gold. Yeah, but you do. <laughs> I'd like to see your hair green and gold, too. I'll do mine if you do yours. What's the craziest? You, <laughs> you go first. Well, no, we'll do it, it at the same you. time. We're going to sit side by side and get it done. <laughs> okay. All right, you okay, make, you sure, make sure. the appointments, and I'll, we'll get it all taken care of. I'll talk to you later in the week. Whoa. Sounds good. Take care. All right, there she goes. You know that's never going to happen, don't you? (laughs) You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. 
That's where we're going right now to centralized stock and Zombrota. Here's Pat Mickla. In the cattle division, we had choice some prime beef steers, 98 to $1.675, with the mixed grading steers, 80 to 97 Choice and prime heifers, 97 to $1.350. Mixed grading, 70 to 97 And Holstein steers up to 88 to 98 Select and choice, 70 to 87 Market cows range mostly 46 to 55.50. High yielding cows were up to 56 to 73. And market bulls traded mostly from 72 to 91.50. Taking a look at the hog division in Albany, market hogs were at 28, light sows 14 to 15, heavy sows 16 to 18, and all weight boars were at a nickel. In the sheep and lamb division, market lambs, we had some new crop in at 120 to 138, and some old crop, a few selects up to $1.49. 50 to 70 pound feeder lambs were at $1.35 to 210, 70 to 90 pounds from $1.3750 to $1.70. We had slaughter use, utility and goods, and they were bringing from 65 to 95. Thin and call use range 30 to 65. In the goat division, the small goats in weighing 40 to 60 pounds, they brought from 40 to $120. 70 to 90 pound goats were at 120 to 140. Goats 90 to 120 pounds, 140 to $330. And we had 90 goats ranging from 25 to $270 per head. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. to trade overnight a little bit lower for the most part as we look at our markets courtesy of synergy cooperative december corn down two at 364 the oats up a penny at 276 december wheat down two at 547 november soybeans down four at 991 december meal down 40 cents a ton 333.50 at dummer's grain service and home and buck country grain in arcadia corn delivered to those two elevators today at 312 the soybeans at 953 Country elevator prices on the DTN screen at Golden Plump. Corn is 325 today at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, 306 with the beans at 934. Beans at Stevens Point at 920. Out at Elk Mound, the corn is 308. Soybeans at 939. Down at Sparta, 316 on the corn, 926 on the beans. Ellsworth, corn's 298. The beans at 934. Ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville, 327. Stanley at 313. New Richmond, 306. Barrel cheese up a cent and a half yesterday, 167 and a half. The blocks up three quarters, 256 and a quarter. Butter unchanged, 150 and a quarter. September class three unchanged, 1635. October down three at 1885. November down 14 at 1839. December down 13 at 1742. January down 14 at 1668. 50 degrees right now. We're looking for a high about 59. It's going to be a cloudy, breezy day today. Wax 104.1 